Pan, Vishnu we would find the the majority of these thousand names and hundred and eight names. Of these different thousand names and hundred and eight names, one of the most popular ones is in the last 30 years or 50 years of course if you look at it that way too we should thank ms subalakshmi ji who sang this vishnu sahasranama that credit goes to her that even in the remotest places like in badrinath when outside it is uh, minus 20, minus 30 Celsius, early morning 4 o'clock, the first voice that you hear is MS Subalakshmi ji chanting this Vishnu Sahasranam. She has popularized it, no doubt, in the last 30-40 years. But even before, The reason I say it of many of the Sahasranama, this one is popular. It is based on Adi Shankaracharya's effort. So Adi Shankaracharya, who is about 2500 years ago, he has spoken on various or he has written commentaries on various aspects. Three that stand out, which he has picked to comment on from the Mahabharata, one we already know is the Bhagavad Gita, the second one is Vishnu Sahasranama, and the third one is called Sanat Sujatiyam, which the Sanat Kumaras give the message to Dhritarashtra on the request of Vidura. I have already mentioned this, doesn't hurt to mention again. In fact, Adi Shankaracharya's first work is supposed to be this Vishnu Sahasranama commentary. A eight, nine year old Adi Shankaracharya reaches to the threshold of his guru and the Guru, he asks his Guru that please take me as your student, not just to join your Gurukula, I think I have done with my education. <laughs> Can you imagine your 8-9 year old coming and telling you that? You probably would be having a cow, like what, what exactly is happening here? So 8-9 year old come and says, I have done my Gurukula, I have done my education. Now I think I am ready for accepting sannyasa, renunciation. So our Govinda Bhagavat Padacharyaji, who is the guru of Adi Shankaracharyaji, he 
puts it out in a very nonchalant way so that he is not ridiculing this kid and yet testing him. He says, have you heard of Vishnu Sahasranama? Yes, I have. Do you know it? He said, yes, I have memorized it. Tell me your opinion on it. So this is somewhere in the evening after the temple there had an arati, they were sitting and he requested and maybe 6.37. So he sits down at night and by the morning, it is not like our mornings. These saints, they would wake up way before sunrise to start their meditative processes. Between that time, that he asked permission for his renunciation and before sunrise. Adi Shankaracharya the story goes that he sat down through the night and commented on Vishnu Sahasranama. By the time Govinda Bhagavad Padacharya ji was available in the morning to see his students, Adi Shankaracharya ji goes with this manuscript handwritten and gives it to him and says, you asked my opinion, so these are my comments on Vishnu Sahasranama. And that's another spectacle that when we read through his commentary, it was not like a word meaning. Each word and a cross reference to at least about 20 different Upanishads, Dharma Sutras, Mahabharata, and you can name the scriptures, Puranas. He has taken the references from all possible scriptural references to quote that the meaning that he is giving is validated with these cross references. It was not like he had a Google search engine then that he would pitch in a key word and then the entire code is there, he just has to cut and paste it here. Nuh-uh. It must have been up here. Now reading through, which took about a week for the guru to read through it, that which he wrote overnight, the guru had to spend time in understanding the angle with which he has explained. Then after a week, he comes and says, it is my honor to give you sannyasa. So Adi Shankaracharyaji often mentions about Vishnu Sahasranama in his other works as well. Geyam Gita Nama Sahasram. Do you know what I am quoting right now? Bhajagovindam. In the Bhajagovindam work, in the end, when he is giving the uh, instructions to the students. He says, Bhagavad Gita and Vishnu Sahasranama have to be understood and chanted every single day. Geyam Gita Nama Sahasram. Bhagavad Gita Kinchid Adhita. Couple of times within Bhajagovindam there is a reference to this. So even 2500 years ago, this was quite famous that Adi Shankaracharyaji picked this, this as the first one and commented on it with such expertise.
before that about 5130 plus years ago on the battlefield it's uh, if, you, if you look at the circumstances who was the author or who gave this vishnu sahasranama shri bhishma uvacha bhishma bhagwan gave this where did he give this on the battlefield after the war was done was he relaxing there he was on bed of arrows it was not like there was a bed made of arrows and he was sleeping on it those arrows were piercing thousands of arrows were piercing through his body and he was waiting for an opportune moment to quit his body it is at that time that bhishma bhagwan lists out it is not like something that he had memorized that was there somewhere and he had to just quote it all various attributes of bhagwan that he had been enchanted with he recollects all of them and puts them in a poetic order the meter in which it is written is an easy meter called the anushthup chanda anushthup chanda that which has 32 syllables divided into four quarters each quarter having eight syllables in it and each quarter has a sequence of where there should be hraswa a short uh, matra or a dirgha where they should have a, you know hard consonant or a soft consonant there is a regulation to it remembering all that and organizing these words that it has a sequential order he gave this beautiful thousand names so much so that it is also given this entire 1000 names not just one name from there and given as a mantra but the entire thousand names is often given in different sampradayas different traditions as a maha mantra like you have om namah shivaya is a mantra hare ram hare ram 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 hare 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 krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare that is one mantra from vishwam vishnur vashatkara to the last last shloka the entire thing is often given as a mantra and i know of people who chant at least 21 times every single day of course there is all ascetic order in monastery so they wake up early in the morning and chant this 21 times every single day it is given as mantra meaning it is not just a poetic order given but it has the mantra shakti chanting which that the one who is chanting often gets the benefit of the mantra siddhi a very powerful set of shlokas put together in this vishnu sahasranama and they are called mantra and as gurudev puts it thousand ways to the transcendental chanting 
is one part of the or learning to chant is one part of the deal. The other part is as you are chanting to understand each word and its deeper meaning and to meditate on that because these are thousand pointers to that Paramatma. And these thousand pointers often have been classified into different categories. Abstract qualities of the Lord, one category. With relation to the creation as the Ishwara of this creation, that is the second category. There are certain names which talk about his various Leelas. And when I say various Leelas, it is not just Krishna Avatara or the ten known Avataras that we say Dashavatara. Dashavatara are the ten famous ones. There are many more Avataras which are enumerated in Bhagavatam. In each one of those, the various Leelas of Bhagavan, there are many names that point out to that aspect. And there are some which are directly pointing towards that Paramatma as the consciousness, the cognitive force within the individual. So all these different standpoints, they are listed out so that the individual who is chanting it meditates on it and gets closer to that stability within, to that peace within, to that joy and happiness within. And needless to say, even if you don't understand the meaning, it's a very bold statement that I am making, even if you do not understand the meaning of it, just by constantly chanting it, you will reach or reap the benefit of that mantra. Not that, this mantra. In this effort of understanding these various names, one good thing about Vishnu Sahasranama is, each name in itself is an independent category. Like it is not like Bhagavad Gita where there is a sequence of logic and you have to continuously follow it up. So though there was a break in between, we could pick from anywhere and start. And we have not done that. We have, we have been trying to go in a sequential order. In that sequential order, we have come to the 64th shloka. <clears throat> Let me see if you have uh, you have gotten the right shloka. Which shloka? Dharmakad dharmakad dharmi sadasaksharamaksharam avignyat sahasram shuhu vidhata akratalakshana. Let me see if I have. It is 475th word, if that helps you. Yes, page number 131. 
stanza number 51 don't get confused as i am saying 64 and you are saying uh, 51 in shankara bhashya he has not just commented from the vishwam vishnu but he has commented from shri bhishma uvacha so when you say bhishma uvacha there are those extra 13 shlokas so counting from there this become the 31st and gurudev commented directly from the vishwam vishnur vashatkara therefore it is 51st but anyway now you have the page number 131 as is the practice if you can repeat after me dharma ko dharma ko dharmi धर्म कुधर्म कृधर्मी सादा साक्षारमक्षर सादा साक्षारमक्षर अविज्ञाता सहस्रांशु अविज्ञाता सहस्रांशु विधाताकृतलक्षण विधाताकृतलक्षण धर्म गोपयति इति धर्मगुप द वन हु प्रोटेक्ट्स द धर्म एंड इट इज नॉट जस्ट अ मियर क्लेम इन भगवदगीता विच श्लोक आई एम आई रेफरिंग टू यदा यदा हि धर्म से ग्लानिर्भवती भारत तदा तदा आत्मा सृजामी अहम वेन एवर दी धर्म इज स्टूपिंग लो और डीकेइंग अट सच मोमेंट्स आई कम डाउन अट माई फ्री विल टू अपलिफ्ट धर्म यदा यदा ही धर्म से ग्लानिर्भवती one question that comes to mind is if dharma is of the nature of getting decayed is it worth following such dharma you change places you change your time you change your environment dharma changes and the drama based on that dharma again changes if at every moment the dharma keeps changing dharma here the core values based on which the human being sustains himself or herself and interacts with the world right and if that value system changes so mostly in the theosophical arguments usually that is where we have the discussions can the values be changeables should the values change according to the time according to the generation should the values change so the idea is the values are supposed to be constants 
like even in chemistry, physics, or various other uh, calculations, there are some constants. And the constants have certain value to it. The immediate example that comes in my head is pi. Pi has 3.14 and it never ends, it continues. Can that value change? It always remains constant. Similarly, the dharma, the values that were followed ancient or now, whether they were followed in the Indian subcontinent or the African or the European or the American, values remain constant. The traditions, customs and the rituals based off of these values, they may have variations. They may have certain variations. But the core value as such, that doesn't change. Because if it changes, then the way we interact, the way we exist, will be in a chaos. So when Bhagavan says that the dharma glani, when the decay of dharma, he is not talking of the dharma, but those who are supposed to follow that dharma, when they do not follow that dharma and they adapt to conveniences, their conveniences brings about a decay in interaction. Dharma as such doesn't get decayed. Its definition doesn't get decayed. But the people who are supposed to follow it, not following it, they are the ones who decay. One or two here and there, it's fine. But entire generation decays. When they come to a standpoint of chalta hai attitude, it's okay. It doesn't hurt you, right? What is the Texan wisdom there? If, if it ain't broke, don't fix. It's not hurting you, it's not broken, let it continue. Sometimes when I get questioned on the platform when I'm talking of Bhagwan Krishna, Bhagwan Rama, and people know the story. And the irony is they know only the story that they have heard, they have never studied it themselves. Here's it. Why did Rama send his wife away? So I get back at them and saying, are you jealous <laughs> that you are not able to do it? <laughs> no, no, seriously, why did Rama send Sita Ji away? And in that, try, in that effort to evaluate Bhagavan Ramchandra Ji or Krishna, what is the standard that we are using? A standard of our conveniences based off of which we are trying to evaluate that time, that standard of dharma, which was lived according to dharma. And then, not just evaluate, but also 
brand other aspects ramji is okay he is straight forward krishna i still cannot figure out his crooked ways but there are those two three things which are still lingering which i cannot accept ramchandra he shouldn't have done them the audacity of a human mind dharmakup dharmakup the one who protects dharma not starting from how this entire creation has its dharma fire has its dharma air has its dharma water has its dharma earth has its dharma space has its dharma and the one who protects that dharma for the fire to exist as fire we have done lot of research in trying to find what kind of environments will generate fire how does water recycle itself really speaking there is not any new water added or new water removed right for however long this earth has existed for billions of years the water mass has been the same isn't it is there suddenly some new water coming and uh, old water going out no how much ever was it it just gets recycled goes as water vapor and then condenses and then starts raining seeps down through the earth and then gets into the rivers and the rivers are channelized the rivers get the same process has been occurring so really speaking the same water that we are having has been had by rama krishna everyone same water has the water's dharma changed anybody drinking that water quenches the thirst the sapidity of water exists the flow of it from the higher to the lower height it exists air its dharma has always existed we may have added impurities or removed impurities space has always existed and the space has had always maintained its dharma our research is only how in this existing space water Uh, fire air and earth what we can reap and what we can do that research we have done but the basic dharma of this has always existed non manipulatable it's to its default setting the entire chain of creation and destruction 
the only one who has to be taught again and again is the human rest of the creatures in this creation they follow balance isn't it see once the lion is had its sumptuous meal and then looks around there is a healthy buffalo going across first thing he would not beat himself up aadhe ghante pehle mil gaya hota half an hour ago or he doesn't chase that buffalo again and saying you know, for the rainy day put it in the refrigerator maybe sick maybe old but still would hunt eat and eat for that day that's that's it and later even if it is roaming across would be idly seeing it would not attack the rest of the creation maintains its balance it is maintaining its dharma for all this to exist in that seamless balance for ages together so bhagwan who is he the one who firmly establishes that dharma and maintains it protects it dharma gup dharmakrit dharmakrit the one <clears throat> who has created these different elements of this cosmos with that specific nature who has created it that who has created the water to exist as water the fire to have that kind of functionality the space to have this quality and nature who has established that default setting that one is called dharmakrit have you played video games i am not talking of any xbox or ps3 or ps4 simple angry bird what is the other bird irritated I mean, flappy bird right flappy bird flap bird or flappy bird very frustrating game there's nothing up and down movement that's all but very frustrating you played these tried at least right so it is set to certain rules that particular world of that game it is set to certain rules certain code of conduct certain pluses minus you have these many chances once you download and accept that you will right for that game there is a creator who has ascertained certain value to that game and says this is how it runs now go play there are some uh, serious games wherein you have certain lives and there is a certain uh, 
charms that you have to pick and it will uh, it will increase your lifespan, it will increase your capacities and you get hit, then you can have a lifesaver used, complications, right. So, to that particular game, the one who is architect of that particular game has ascertained its code, how it should function. Similarly, for this entire cosmos, entire creation, that who has ascertained the value for each element to function as it has to function. Why is it that only human beings have the capacity to get moksha? Go ask him. Because he is the one who has ascertained that value to it. Why is it that the earth is round and it has to go around the sun? Now, we have figured out that the earth is round and it is a globe and it goes around the sun and it goes around its own axis as well. Why? Now, we have also ascertained that there is a magnetic pull between the sun and the earth and the moon and the other planetary objects and it follows its path. Why that particular path alone? Every year the same rotation again and again and again. Who has ascertained that a day should have 24 hours? It is not something that we have invented. We have just made a notice. We have cognized the fact that the earth rotates around its own axis and it takes about 24 hours. We may have designed the watch, we may have designed the clock, we may have designed, we may have done all that. But to have that rotation and it has to have 24 hours, who ascertained it? That it takes 364 point some time to go around the, who has ascertained that? Yes, we are smart enough to cognize the fact. In an old Hindi movie, there is a song. Hari Bhari Vasundhara. This beautiful earth and blue skies. And the lot, you know, tall trees, the animals, the creatures, the rivers. Who has created it? Ye kaun chitrakar hai? Who, who has created it? He's not just created it, but has given ascertained a certain value for each thing as to how it should function. He's not just a protector of dharma. He is also the one who has ascertained what each element has to have as dharma. Dharmakrit, the architect of this creation, who has ascertained this code. Why is it that the women alone give birth? That is how he has created. 
But who is he? He is the one who has ascertained that for all the species, the feminine are the ones who give birth. We have also seen that anything dropped on the surface has to come and reach the earth. Usually when an apple falls on anybody's head, he will say thank you and then rub it and eat it. Though the credit is given to Newton, our scriptures have mentioned about Gurutva Karshana way before that. Even if we give the credit to Newton, good, he did not eat it immediately. He ascertained, oh, there is gravity, there is a pull that we put our next step, we are not going into the space, we are coming back because there is some gravity. Who, who ascertained that the, we may have found out what is the value of it, 9.8 meters per second square? I am recollecting from what a long time ago. We may have ascertained that 9.8 is the value for it, gravity. But who is the one who made sure that that, that, that force is sufficient? When you read all these science books, it is quite amazing the way they have found things. All these planets and planetary objects are in the space, rotating, there is nothing holding them. Do you know what holds them? Nature's most feeble force, gravity is what holds them in that delicate balance. There is a story of Edison. He was a believer in God. And his new assistant who had joined him in his research was a total atheist. But he did not have a debate with him as to the religious and philosophical beliefs. He said, we'll do the inventions and do our research, let's focus there. But every so often that fellow, the atheist would come and keep uh, you know, poking at him. So one day after the assistant left, Edison spent uh, a lot of time in that lab and the next day early morning the assistant reaches first and uh, Edison uh, came in late purposely and the uh, assistant is like dumbfounded, like whoa, is this the lab that I was working on, what is happening here? Because there was the entire planetarium kind of a structure suspended through the ceiling, rotating in Edison's lab. And Edison reached just few minutes later and the assistant said, who did this? And what Edison said, after that there was no debate between him and the atheist. So very casually he said, according to, if, if I go by your belief, 
they just popped out of the ceiling. What does the atheist say? That this entire beautiful creation happened by itself. If in a lab this planetarium cannot come by itself, how do you think that this entire creation is a possibility? Quite a valid, strong argument there. So not just created, but having created, the entire creation goes by a certain code and the one who has established that code, Dharmakrat, is that Paramatma. Talking totally at a uh, totality level, Samashti. Dharmakup, Dharmakrat, Dharmi. Again, we ask, where is this Paramatma? Where is this God? Each element, each vastu, behaving in its dharma, that dharma expressing is Paramatma. Did I make sense? What is the dharma of salt? Common salt, NACL, NACL, right? Man, I didn't realize that I'll be speaking so much of science and <laughs> what is its dharma? To add that salty taste, it's its dharma. What's the dharma of fire? Heat and light is its dharma. Now, to identify dharma, that which in different time zones or different past, present, future or various environments, that which does not change, that because of which we recognize that vastu as that vastu, is its dharma. So, where is Paramatma? We drink water. That satiation, that which quenches the thirst, that sapidity, that nature, that is Paramatma. Am I making sense? It's not that vague a concept. To enumerate this, Bhagavan in the Bhagavad Gita, he explains this elaborately in the 10th chapter. It, he actually starts in the 7th chapter, but Arjuna has a lot of questions. So it gets deviated in the 8th and 9th. But Bhagwan being Bhagwan, he remembers what he has to convey. So he continues the thread from the 7th again back into the 10th chapter. He says, of this entire creation, Parvatanam, Himalayosmi, of the Parvata, of the mountains, I am the Himalaya. Of all the rivers, I am the Gangaji. Of all the stars, I am the Dhruva. 
the north pole of all the planetary objects out there i am the moon i am the fieriness in fire i am the saltiness in the salt i am the sapidity in the water punyo gandha prithivyancha he says i am the smell in the earth usually smell we say that it it is the air no air is just the carrier where does smell actually originate from from earth the dry piece of earth and the first rains the, the that fresh smell of earth it's a very beautiful fragrance i have never had that smell experience here though it is very hot do you, do you know what i'm talking about the smell of first rain in fact when i was the a kid i would on the first rain i would run out just to experience that smell on the same patch of earth plant different seeds lilies roses uh, jasmine different varieties of jasmine and each flower as it you know grows from the same patch of earth each one has a separate distinct smell to it was it not so all these various aspects of the dharma i express as that dharma so where is paramatma you don't need to climb mountains you don't need to say that you know i had to cross seven oceans he is pervading everywhere as what as the dharma of that vastu i mean if you understand this concept therefore the ancient rishis of our vaidika dharma they saw a mountain and worshiped it they saw the river and worshiped the river there is not an aspect of this creation which is not worship worthy it was not out of any primitivity that they were scared of the nature therefore started worshiping it it was from this subtle aspect of understanding and basking in that benevolence of understanding that they worshiped everything that they interacted with probably thereby curtailing the overindulgence of the human mind into the world which probably would have destroyed way before even we would not have had the opportunity to have all this that we have they were not scared they saw everything as sacred spellings look similar don't get confused scared and sacred they were not scared they saw everything as sanctified because they saw that paramatma in that dharma of that vastu 
धर्म को धर्मकृत धर्मी धर्म ऑफ वॉट वॉट आर यू टॉकिंग अबाउट सत असत परमात्मा इज सत परमात्मा इज असत ऑल्सो गोइंग कंप्लीटली कॉन्ट्रडिक्टिंग टू द वेद मंत्र विच सेस असतोमा सदगमय here he says he is both sat and asat okay what is sat according to adi shankara acharya ji he says avitattam parabrahma sat sadeva somya idam agram asit iti shrutehe so according to adi shankara acharya ji what is sat the reality that which is often recognized as supreme brahman that which existed before all this that existential reality is called sat sat the other definition is trikala abadhita vastu that which in past present and future does not decay or change that is called satya vastu sat vastu that is called real that do abstract it is easy to understand it says asat api paramatma is asat also provided you know how to see that asat provided you know how to cherish that asat i'm sure you go to theaters watch movie right i become suddenly so spiritual no movies baba that is for all tamasic people you watch movies right you go to theater while you are watching the movie suddenly the kitchen the gas connection explodes the entire house is on fire there is a baby sleeping a toddler sleeping in the upper floor the mother rushes out because of the fire a very critical situation husband is not there the neighbors are calling up the fire department the fire engine has not yet arrived the flames are really going up in the sky the kid is still there in that touched moment in that emotional touched moment do you immediately pull out a hose from the nearest pipe and then start spraying your screen why not how can you be so heartless am i making sense how can you be so heartless so in comparing here sat and asat the screen on which the movie is projected that screen that changeless one is sat 
that which is changing is asat that is when we have a movie if both are static or if both are moving we will not have a movie isn't it one has to be static the other has to be projected with movement on it we have also ascertained that it has to move at a certain pace at what pace when it moves it gives the uh, feel of a live action happening if it is moving they call frames per second 30 frames per second or 28 frames per second 30 when the movie when the the film moves at 30 frames per second then it feels as if normal natural you have seen charlie chaplin uh, right it is all like at a 48 or 46 frames per second <laughs> constantly it felt unnatural then they slowed it down that 28 frames per second ah, it moves like normal as if there is gravity there as if there is all the rules that apply here also seem to be applicable there but whatever happens there as we are seeing it are you not seeing the movie on the screen you see it sometimes we see it and it touches us so deep that we carry a box such a beautiful movie there are some directors who are known for only such kind of movies it is never a comedy it is always the tragic so much of pain so much of suffering so much of tragic ends knowing that it would be a tragedy we go prepared kleenex towels bed sheets i don't know what it was a good movie it may touch but when you walk out from there do we not know that what i saw what moved me though it moved me it is just a projection that which is projected on the firm substratum that projection is also paramatma and that is why the first word used to describe lord in this sahasranama was vishwam see when when i ask what is your name do you give me your aliases or do you give me your name first chinku i mean sarveshananda i have never been called chinku but you 
you say your aliases later knowing about the other person and familiarity and then probably reveal later. In describing the Lord, the first name is not Vishnu. It is called Vishnu Sahasranama, doesn't start with Vishnu. Vishnu is the second name, Vishwam Vishnu. The first name is Vishwam. That that which is expressing and expanding as the universe, as this creation is nothing but the Paramatma alone expressing. And we experience it as an existential reality. But in that existential reality, instead of seeing just the existential reality, we identify ourselves as the character as well as that which is happening around. And in that attachment, sheer desperation to hold on to that which I like and frustration to let go of all that which we don't like. And God seems to have a, a irony of sense of humor is impeccable sense of humor. All that which I like is away from me. All that which I don't like is right next to me. The whole life running for that, getting rid of this. That is where our focal point has become. Instead of seeing the existential reality, we see what we have superimposed based on our likes and dislikes. And then created groups. And what are the groups? I don't know who invented WhatsApp. Man. You get sucked into one group. It is like bombarded with so many messages keep coming in. And sometimes it is a very uh, tricky thing. You know them, you interact with them. Should I get out of the group or not? And we create groups based on my likes. How many of you like this? Let us all make a group. We create unions, we create parties, we create uh, uh, systems within the system, my system. And within such created systems, who is famous? How much clout do they have? Are you getting where we are caught up? Step back and see it with this perspective. We don't need to see movie or soap operas. Such a thrilling uh, action thriller happening all around us. Caught up in that, we don't see that existential reality. Sat asat api. Ksharam aksharam. The one who is expressing as Jiva and the one who is creating the system as Ishwara, both are like the two sides of the same coin. 
if we understand this that you are that jiva who is actually that paramatma you don't need to prostrate to anybody touch your own feet paramatma ko namaskar kar raha hu can the jiva exist can the creation exist without paramatma without the substratum without the base can anything exist on so when people ask is this creation real it depends if you are real the creation is real if you the one cognizing it understand your reality therefore the scriptures say you change the world changes not just a perspective not just a conviction you identify who you are because the jiva is none other than that ishvara that paramatma alone is this jiva kshara that which is transient in nature akshara that which is permanent in nature that which has the permanency alone can be projected as impermanency i'm itching to say it in a mathematical equation but i'll i'll refrain myself in the real number analysis it comes kshara akshara avignata avignata that which cannot be ever known as an object of experience that which can never be known as an object of experience that which can be perceived and understood only as subjective experience so when people say um i see lights when i meditate i tell them please bring them donate them we will use them it cannot be an objective experience it is purely subjective and anything other than the subjective experience avignata therefore vivekanand ji very boldly says that where the science ends is where spirituality begins you may name the particle as god particle say oh we found god through the instruments it is not something that can be objectively found i know i'm going to criticize on something but bear with me when it cannot be an objective thing 
to plug yourself with instruments to experience that God. Somebody gave me recently a book on Scientology. I had a lot of fun reading it. They have instruments that monitor and they gauge and then and they have the experience. It cannot be something that can be manipulated through the instrument to gain that experience. All this instrumentation put together, all the science research put together, they cannot even ascertain what consciousness is. Even today, about 30 years ago, they developed an art or they developed a system to ascertain when can somebody be declared dead technically. You are a doctor, so you can tell me. No pulse, no heartbeat, and no breath going in and out. They're too very uh, gross, gross aspects. So they plug in all the. So they have the ECG, alpha, gamma, beta. They have these wavelengths measured. So 30 years ago, there was one Swamiji, he said, plug me. So what is it that you say ascertains by your standards as alive? They said, gamma. Gamma, right? I said, okay. Tell me the time and how long. He shut that wavelength. It was done in Kansas University. One monk. And there is a huge paper research. He said, what next? <laughs> At will, he could turn it on and off. And he said, you decide who is dead and who is alive based on this. That which can be so easily manipulated with will that you can turn it on and off. Science is baffled even to declare, to find as to who is. And for all practical purposes, yes, we, we understand death is inevitable and we move on. What is it that qualifies somebody to be alive or dead? What is that consciousness that enlivens this? Devoid of which it is just dead carcass. Science is yet to ascertain its qualities, nature, its structure. Avignata. That which cannot be known as a objective experience. <clears throat> Sahasram Shuhu. But it is this Paramatma who is the one enlivening through all these millions of eyes and ears and experiences.
सहस्रशीर्षापुरुषस्रक्षसहस्रपात सभूमि विश्व वृत्वा सहस्राक्ष दन हू हैज न सहस्र मीन्स थाउजेंड अक्ष मीन्स आईज दन हू हैज थाउजेंड पेयर्स ऑफ आईज सो टेक्निकली यू कैन से अंकल सैम ये सहस्राक्ष दे हैव कैमराज एवरीवेयर दे कैन सी एवरीथिंग दे कैन एंड इफ इट एनीथिंग इज कनेक्टेड कनेक्टेड टू इंटरनेट देर इज नो प्रोटोकॉल दैट कैन नॉट बी ब्रोकन और स्नूप्ड इन टू राइट दे हैव millions of eyes no sahasraksha is not like somebody who has 1000 eyes and somebody has counted it millions of creatures uncountable uh, creatures behind every eye that vision happens the seeing happens because of whose presence that one that consciousness is called sahasramsha सहस्रांशु विधाता कृतलक्षण विधाता विधाता धाता द वन हू नॉट दाता दाता इज अ गिवर धाता मीन्स द वन हू सपोर्ट्स विधाता मीन्स द वन who supports everything comprehensively it is not like the greek god that you praise them and you worship them therefore please they'll take care of you have you read through the greek gods and their mythologies and if you don't pray to them they'll become vengeful so is it that this paramatma will take care of you if you are praising him and uh, suddenly you stop your prayers and even in hinduism uh, there are many of you say i don't know god must be angry with me therefore he is doing this to me and my usual comeback to them is god is not the owner of chucky cheese and you are not that uh, arcade uh, called wackamall have you been to check chucky cheese there is this one thing where it's called wackamall there's a hammer and there are these sharks popping and you smack at all of them as many in that given little time God is not someone sitting there looking at आज किसको पीटू मैं हु शुड आई बीट अप टूडे एंड टेक फाइव बिकॉज ही इज सहस्र बाहू ही हैज मल्टीपल हैंड्स देर फॉर ही टेक मल्टीपल हैमर्स एंड कीप स्मैकिंग अट यू फ्रॉम ऑल डायरेक्शन and as gross an expression as sun 
डू यू ऑल नो गायत्री मंत्र देर इज अ प्रोसेस कॉल्ड संध्या वंदना दैट ही कीप्स एन अकाउंट हु चैंट्स गायत्री मंत्र हु डज संध्या वंदना स्पेशल रेस एंड इफ यू डोंट you will be burned scorched in my heat and sunlight na impartial supports everything he is the most impartial vidhata supports every aspect of this creation comprehensively unlike the thought which is in the abrahamic uh, philosophy that all that which is good is god all that which is bad is satanic satan or shaitan the same difference abraham or ibrahim the same thing in the वैदिक संस्कृति और इन आर हिंदुइजम इट इज नॉट दैट दिस क्रिएशन इज गुड और बैड द गुडनेस एंड बैडनेस इज आवर परस्पेक्टिव एंड देर इज नथिंग एब्सोल्यूट अबाउट गुड और एब्सोल्यूट थिंग अबाउट बैड देर इज नथिंग एब्सोल्यूटनेस अबाउट इट the goodness and badness is our perspective of viewing it then what is sat sat the existential reality what is is pure divinity and that who supports being that divinity all across every aspect of this creation comprehensively he is called vidhata now vidhata also means brahma ji brahma ji the creator the one who creates this entire creation vidhata the one who creates how does he create it by being the support of all that which is expanding by being the creation he is the one who is creating it you would understand that with relation to your children right how did they come to be you created them Now this entire creation, both sat and asat, animate and inanimate, are the expression of that Paramatma alone. Sentient and insentient, the expression is that Paramatma alone. Vidhata, krita lakshana, and in order to understand this. the one who has given us the scriptures which enumerate all these qualities describe them and explain them as well krita lakshana 
the one who has given us the Vedic literature as well. And how was how did this Vedic literature come about? It got revealed to these Rishis. How did it get revealed? In their intense meditation, it revealed to them as Shabda, sound. The other day on NPR, I was listening to this research wherein he was saying, there are actually three of them, they were, they were saying that their research is Every sound that is uttered in this creation leaves its mark, impression on that atmosphere, on that space. And if you can draw a baseline for that given space and look at the various subtle variations in it and then draw them into an analog format, you can listen to and you can go back in time and listen to all the sounds that have ever been made in this creation. Pretty far outreaching, uh, what do you call those, sci-fi concepts. But they have a small minute breakthrough that they were, they were able to create. Uh, within four minutes or four and a half minutes time frame, they could draw that sound. And that, that stipulation is if I can go four and a half minutes, any time should be fine. It's just that they have to break the barrier of tenth dimension. No, sorry, barrier of fifth dimension. And our scriptures talk about ten dimensions. Again, going back to Purusha Sukta, Atyatishtat Dashangulam. Dashangulam, 10 different dimensions. The one who is beyond the 10th dimension. And science so far has talked only about 5 dimensions. Connecting it back to Krita Lakshanaha, the one who has given us the scriptures. That all these instructions or all these Vedic knowledge is there in the totality in the space. The one who clears their head here through meditation connects to that totality. It's like Wi-Fi password. You connect and then you can download. Literally downloading that from that totality into that individuality. And that's why no Rishi has ever claimed an authorship of what got revealed to them. They just said, it is an ancient wisdom. This is how it can be used. Thus, Vedavyasji compiled all that, that wisdom, as Vedavyasji puts it, yena nishvasitavyam, that which is like the exhalation of the Lord, of that Paramatma, is this Vedas, that which came from the Lord. He has not just created this world, he has not just created the rules and code, he has also given the code book. Understand it 
and live accordingly, you will have a seamless, beautiful life and experience. The one who has given that is called Krita Lakshanaha. So we complete the 485th Nama of the Lord with this last word in this shloka, Krita Lakshanaha. Tomorrow we will see the next shloka, <clears throat> the 65th one. Gavasti name is Sattvastha Simho Bhuta Maheshwaraha. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shant Shant Shantihi Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om